Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. Today is Monday, May 16th, and this is episode 167 of the pod. Thank you to everyone who is listening. Today, I'm going to be joined by Peter Gonzalez to discuss and react to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's been about a week or so, maybe two weeks since it's come out, so we've given everyone enough time to go see it so we can have our full spoiler breakdown of the film today. Um... Peter, I will just go to you right off the bat. Your initial reaction to this movie, go. This may be my favorite MCU movie. Really? my initial reaction. Okay, okay. I I was very shook, as the kids would say. I, it didn't, it wasn't, I'm not going to say it was one of my favorite all-time MCU. It was really good. I liked it, though. Um, my initial reactions, I wrote some notes down. Glad this was a Stephen Strange movie. We can get into that more later, but I'm glad it heavily featured an arc of Stephen Strange because going into the film, I was worried it might be too cluttered with all these side characters and all that sort of stuff. So I like that. Wanda was spectacular. The violence was awesome. I was in an empty theater, IMAX theater when I saw it, and it was awesome. You saw it in IMAX? Yeah. America Chavez was good, better than I thought she was going to be. Wong, tough looks for him in this film from me. Uh, All right, Peter, let's talk about Wanda. Wanda was the big bad of the film. That's something both of you, you and I really, really wanted this film to do, not have her be a puppet and have her really be the bad, big bad and... Um, we got that fully. So I know you're a giant Wanda stan. So I would love to hear your thoughts on Wanda in this film. You know, it it, it delivered for me. It delivered just and having her as a parallel to Steven worked mm-hmm. so well because it really put Steven in a new light as and really allowed I guess the audience to sort of see how his actions are perceived versus how her actions are perceived. And interestingly enough, coming off of this, coming into this, I made sh- I made a point to rewatch the essential movies that were important to this, including WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And having that so fresh in my mind just added so much step to where it made sense. It made sense that this was the arc that her character was going to take. Mm-hmm. And just and it was weird in the sense that I was so stoked to see the Illuminati. I was so stoked to see Carmartage. But at the same time, I was like, Wanda better kick all their asses. Like mm-hmm. I was like from it was weird. So you're words. rooting for Wanda. You're rooting yeah, for Wanda. Yeah, and it was like and it was like wow. I didn't even tough like doubt it. It was just like, okay, we're okay. I was like sorry to these people. I'm I was like, you guys are so rad, but she has a goal that she's can, needs to get to. And I just thought that even though she's like, you know, the Scarlet Witch, super up and above powers, mystical, whatever, she was so grounded in her motivations, in her ultimate desire. And it just, I mean, this is, this is the problem though, because Elizabeth Olsen probably did the best acting she's done of her career in this movie. And it's going to get overlooked because it's a Marvel movie. I guess, yeah, that's true. I have a couple of notes on what you just said. One, the mirroring of Wanda and Strange's stories and how 
Wanda essentially is like, you're the hero, I'm the villain. Um, I think it's important to recognize that Doctor Strange didn't take an entire town hostage. And yes, there is a little, like, correlation between their stories. But, like, her, and I know it's meant to sound like she's the villain, so she's going to say this. Like, you do this, you're a hero, I do this, I'm the villain. Well, it's like kind of like, well, Wanda, he literally found a way to save half of the population of the universe and did that. You took a bunch of people hostage in a town and created a fake family and were told no. That's not the same thing. And another thing on Wanda, I I, I loved that she was full villain. Um, I was not rooting for her. I was not by any stretch of the and that's good that is what you want in a movie so that i thought that was great that they took a character that i was familiar with and enjoyed and i was rooting against them i really liked that um i will say to the people out there and there's a large proportion of people on twitter who don't really understand like they're like so wandavision meant nothing and like they don't understand like wanda's character arc and stuff let me just say this as clear as i possibly can if you think that Wanda learned her lesson at the end of WandaVision and that was like some resolving of the character arc, you're a dumbass. You are stupid because holy crap, it wasn't like, oh, Wanda learned her lesson and now we're not going to have to deal with her again. Did you watch the show? It was the exact opposite of that. So the idea that this like makes wandavision make less sense that argument it's like what are we watching this is totally the natural evolution of it and um i just there's a lot of like wanda stands online who it's like oh, holy crap like you you're the villain this is who your character is in comics and this is what happens you can't she's not the perfect like the, wanda in the comics more than not more than often is bad straight up if you had to do it percentage-wise Wanda is more bad than good. And that is a good character. And so it's like weird. They're trashing on like, how could they depict Wanda like this? Blah, 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 blah. It's like, do you guys remember Loki? Like the exact same shit. And it's, it's just weird. Like, I think you can love a character that like you were just mentioning, you're rooting for Wanda. So I think that if you have a brain, it makes sense. And obviously though, like, and then here's the thing. If you didn't see WandaVision, then, then you can't, like, complain about how it doesn't match up to WandaVision because you didn't see it. And so that's just, like, I really enjoyed Wanda, but the rhetoric or whatever it is that came out after the film regarding how they used her really blew me away. And the fact that this is, quote-unquote, a, not controversial, but, like, a, a mixed bag of how people feel about it, for sure, compared to others, that blew my mind. I was like, what? I Because... It's not top five for me because top five is pretty insane. But I mean, this is a top 10. Like, this is a very, 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 very good Marvel movie. There's not much I would change in it. And I would give it like an A. Like, there's no, like, it's just to me, Infinity War has like different levels and some of the Spider Man. I don't need to get too into that. But I, I loved this movie and it blows my mind. It actually doesn't because people are stupid. So it, it's I guess it makes sense that it's a mixed bag of reviews on this one because of the general stupidity of the human population on this planet. 
So you have so I think it's so interesting that we both are just it's are both kind of just we're answering it's a very fluid conversation that's happening we're both just like making these very big statements and but we're still able to answer the points that we're having them so for example like you were pointing back to the Wanda Stephen parallel well I thought it was interesting too how it kind of reframed his this was the only way solution for our Earth of how he dealt with Thanos which. Really quick, let me jump in. It appears that that probably was the only way because it's like it's like a being a Tuesday morning quarterback or like a Captain Hindsight. It's like, oh, he should have just used the Book of Vashanti. Well, he didn't know it fucking existed. That's probably why he didn't use it. So the only vision he saw was that way. And you know what? It worked. My boy Tony, my dog Tony Stark died like uh, LaShawn McCoy tweeted back in the day, spoiling that. Um, yeah, I, I, it, it, to me, it seems like it still was the only way. And they're just doing this to like make you doubt Stephen Strange. And I don't know. I left this movie feeling pretty good about my guy, Stephen Strange. That's so fascinating to me because <coughs> I felt like on that complete opposite end with him. Because then you get to the part. Where with the dream walking, which yes, Wanda goes about it the wrong way because she's her bad. Because well, you better you better not be complaining that Doctor Strange dream walked when Wanda dream walked and killed like hundreds of people. Let me finish. Okay. So what I'm saying is, whereas Wanda's decision to dream walk was obviously very much influenced. Darkhold wise, which there's the which is also a sidebar. There's that there's that part when the Darkhold gets destroyed, and mm. you see the color on her finger and her fingers start to return to normal. And then, of course, when she goes back into she goes back in dark fingers. But so I just the fact that Stephen does it and she does it as well. And I like the part where she calls him out for being a hypocrite because he's doing the same. He's also using the Darkhold. He's also, and obviously this is going to have effects on him in the future of Doctor Strange. But again, Disclaimer, think, he was yes. doing it to prevent murder. She was doing it to murder. Well, she was but doing it to get to her children at the end of the day. And the murder was just sort of, as it was a side effect. Yeah, of, just a little side of murder. Okay, okay you know, continue. I, I, so I think it was interesting, because you do, you have both of them, and you have Stephen doing into the dark which is essentially what the steven that you on earth 538 838 something the illuminati one on the illuminati's earth ended up using dark hold so and so so and so ends up you know they kill them off but our steven does not use the dark hold and he's also going down potentially that path from what we saw in the post credits as well so I think it's interesting to show two people using it, different motivations, but at the end of the day, they both used what they weren't supposed to use. Yeah, let me give you a little Star Wars reference here. The 838 Illuminati and all the sorcerers in every multiverse we have met so far. This is a classic case of Jedi versus Sith. Doctor Strange is our Anakin. It's like, bro, he's got he's got to show you that there is balance. There is balance to knowledge. And yes, he can do all 
the light shit or the light side good stuff, the gold magic from Book of Ashanti, shit like that. It is valuable to know the shit from the dark hold. And I like that he is doing that because it is true to who he is as a character. And in this universe, in our Marvel one, who the fuck is going to tell him he can't do it? Wong? Wong got his ass kicked this entire movie. And I actually have written down in my notes, Wong is beta, low-key. Tough, tough looks for him in this movie. Tough, tough looks. Um, But I enjoy the strange... I think that there is like a balance to it that we need to achieve. Kind of like that's Star an interesting. Wars. That's that's an interesting point. It's an interesting. I mean, because I have been hearing a lot of Star Wars debates lately, and um, I go to a school. It's very Star Wars centric um, as mm. far as their Phantom runs. So I hear a lot of Star Wars debates. It's going to hit the fan at the end of Kenobi for those poor people. Moving on. <laughs> I, I think. I think. I think it'll be interesting to see. Well, I guess we can keep talking about the movie because I guess in light in regards to Steven, his his arc with Christine was also further mm-hmm. explored. I, yes, you were talking about the dark holds, and I just had a question for you. So all the dark holds were destroyed throughout the multiverse, and Wanda crashes down Woundagore Mountain. I mean, isn't there like a a trillion other Woundagore Mountains? So it was interesting because obviously the mountain collapses. So it's still there. The mountain collapses, and then the books start getting destroyed, which I think lends credence to the fact that obviously she's not dead. Because I mean, nobody yeah. thinks. And she's also, dead. Stephen Strange has a picture perfect memory, so there's the Darkhold. So I think, yeah, I think it's definitely something that is going to play in further. And mm-hmm. I guess sorry I to interrupt. You can just take oh, no. it from there. But I guess since we're on this path of the of the of the ending of the situation, the Darkhold coming to an end. And I think, I think that what, what, how they diffuse Wanda ultimately made sense because it's, if you are the strongest being, you are the strongest, whatever, it ultimately needs to be you to be the one that takes you out. And what was interesting was I saw on Twitter that some people had um, the, the translated versions of what she, what the other Wanda says to our Wanda. Because in our version, it says, um, what does it say? What did she tell her about the kids? I promise I'll take care of them. Right. So in French, it says they will be given all the love in the world. And then in Spanish, it says, I will always love them for the both of us. Which I think it adds to the fact that it was much more, she really was coming to terms with what she was doing. Granted, she hasn't yet because she did a bunch of stuff. But I think having that interaction between our Wanda and the other Wanda really worked the same way that having Steven versus Steven at the end of the movie as well Mm -hmm. also worked. Having these foils of characters. I liked the dreamwalking Steven did. I thought that was cool. And it made sense in terms of where the movie was at. I will say my one of my only critiques of this entire movie is I understand why he had to dreamwalk into the zombie, and that is the zombie that challenged Wanda. I understand, based on the movie, how that made sense. I totally get that. I just wish we got a little more our Steven versus Wanda, because we really only get that one little thing in Kamartage and a little, like, running. I wish that the big battle, and this is me being maybe a Marvel normie, I really wish we just got a bigger battle between the two of them 
at the end before America Chavez punches the hole that like kind of shows Wanda like where she's like, hey, here's what you wanted. And then Wanda realizes what she's become. Did you think about that at all? Yes, because it did bother me. It did. It did bother me that like for so much of the third of the final act was just it's the zombie dude strange like champion on America. Like it's like him like there doing that. And ours is over there like spacing out, having to have Christine defend him. I like the callback to the first Thor with the light situation thingy, whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Yeah. Um, but I did think he felt sidelined. And I did feel like it was an interesting choice to not have them have a more visceral fight other than like their interaction like up to the top of Cromartage where it was more of a verbal argument that really Bro, it's like things. in Civil War if instead of Tony going to where he, Cap and Bucky are, he, like, sends Spider-Man. It's like, what? Like, that's like, so it's like Doctor Strange sends America Chavez, right? That's who he has to fight. And I, like, I get why it happened again, but I just wish we had a bigger thing like that. I wanted to talk to you about something, though. Um, the parallels between Iron Man and Doctor Strange are baffling. It's, like, baffling how, like, similar they are. Doctor Strange won. Iron Man won. Literally the same exact type story. Rich dude loses it, bounces back. Well, what's Iron Man's next big test? Avengers won. Doctor Strange, his first big test. Avengers Infinity War. Iron Man has a, a civil war with a fellow Avenger. Doctor Strange just had a civil war with a fellow Avenger. Iron Man stars in is a mentor in the first Spider-Man. Doctor Strange is the mentor in the third Spider-Man. Iron Man is presented as having flaws, thus Age of Ultron, creating all this. I mean, you can argue that Stephen Strange, what he does in Infinity War... And what he does in Spider-Man No Way Home is kind of like him creating the Ultron problem. But in this case, it's a multiversal problem. And it's like, to me, just so cool and obvious. It's like, holy crap, they're doing the Iron Man character arc for Doctor Strange. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't disagree. I think that was a very nuanced reflection of the parallels how it's happening and just i don't know i feel like for me the tony arc still how it rings truer in a sense i think because i feel like we never well dr strange is 10 years away from his end game though well true true and i just feel like with maybe it is it just the character of tony was much more Maybe it was the humanity of him. I don't know. It was just something about Tony's character that is different than Stevens. Where mm-hmm. no, I'm not you're... saying they're the same character. I'm just right. saying there's like similarities. And I feel like you're. I feel like for me, I'm more likely to root for Tony than I was to like. I never wasn't rooting for Tony. Whereas with Steven, I'm just kind of like. You were Team Tony in Civil no, War. No, not in Civil War. In Civil War, I was firmly Team Cap. So in this, you were firmly Team Wanda. That's true. In both instances, I choose to side with the other with the other as opposed to the ones that are our head of our MCU, so to speak, because I guess 
I don't know. I think that there there was just something. I was like that. weird with so this is a side note. So I was fully Doctor Strange this movie, fully Doctor Strange aside. Civil War, it was tough for me because the the accords I think are bullshit. I don't want the fucking government regulating superheroes. Fuck that. So I'm on Cap's side in that sense. And Tony just gets shook from some woman who was mad her son died. Like, suck it up. Jesus Christ. Um, the thing that's tough for me is because I'm so team Cap and ideal. Bucky killed Tony's fucking mom. You can go do whatever the fuck you want. That's where the when I when they confirmed that I was like, fuck it, Tony. Just go kill them both. So that's where I was at. I get, but I think I think I think it's an interesting parallel to draw between the Bucky character and the Wanda character, where they do things not fully because they are in control of what they're doing. Where yes, Wanda is more in control than Bucky was at that point in time. And Wanda Bucky's... was com- in complete control. These were all her decisions. With the Darkhold's influence. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, so you, you just mentioned Wanda's death. We talked about that. Obviously, she's not dead. I'll just say that. Um, I don't even think there's much more to add to that. If you really think Elizabeth Olsen's done, I mean, I guess you could theoretically be like, this Wanda's dead and they'll introduce a variant. And I, I don't want bullshit. a variant. I call Wanda. bullshit. I call bullshit to that. You, you, I feel like you can't give us all that character development and growth across all these movies, WandaVision, etc. And then be like, we're going to go with the variant. Who's yeah, seen I, our Wanda's life and wants and it's like no. How does Wanda have kids in these other universes? Is Vision not her husband? That's a great point because somebody actually asked me. They're like, "Why wasn't Vision in this movie?" If like not she's even in really like thought of referenced, like just that one thing with Strange. But like when she goes to these other universes, it's not even like a, a half second where she's like, "I wonder where Vision is," because maybe he does, he obviously doesn't exist in probably all universes, but. Well, but How does she have kids? Like, I don't know. Well, to that point, it's like when she's looking at the other universes with the Darkhold, it's with the Darkhold that's influencing her to look at these, to see these things. Mm-hmm. So then it does stand to reason, like, how real is the Wanda in this world with the kids or even all the other Wandas with the kids? Because if you like, if you watch WandaVision back, she literally just creates them attached to the hex. So unless the hex is still happening, like nonstop in every other universe, but it, uh, I think, and again, Holy maybe fuck. that is to help us set up the continuation of her journey. Yeah, I don't know. I tend to think, with my simpleton brain, that like, okay, she maybe she ha- in these other universes, she has kids, and she has a husband. And it's as simple as that. But with Wanda, it never is that simple. So that's a good point. I wanted to talk about... uh, I want to go through the Illuminati and talk about what we thought of them. But first, I wanted to ask you, because I was curious about this, Peter, was um, do we think that we would ever return to this universe in a project that was more centered on it like could we possibly have us a show or a movie that's focused solely on a different universe i lean no i just wanted to see what you thought about that because i've heard some people throw stuff out like that and i don't think they'll do that 
I think if they do that, that is just very DC. And that's why yeah, for me, point. it doesn't sit well with me to have that. For me, it, it makes sense to hop into universes and like, you know, the way we did it in this movie or like in Loki. But to go and like do a separate project happening somewhere else, that's it worked for what if, but I don't think it works in the live action because I mean, it doesn't work for DC. So I don't think they would do it for us. Mm-hmm. And, and okay. I think I agree. I agree. I lost it, but go ahead. I had something, but disappeared. Uh, Illuminati member grades. So obviously Wanda, she fucks up the Illuminati. She fucks up Black Bolt. She fucks up Mr. Fantastic. She decapitates Captain Carter. She kills Captain Ram or uh, Captain Marvel. She uh, kills Professor X. I wanted to give letter grades, though, to these not cameos, but to these appearances, because I think it's a little longer than a cameo. Was sidebar for that real quick. Did you, so we, you watched it in a, in a solo odd theater, or did you have people in there? Yeah, it was like 10 other people, but no one was near me. What's interesting awesome. for mine was the amount of cheering that happened for certain members of the Illuminati in my theater. Because it was a full but, theater. Mr. Fantastic, crazy? Mr. Fantastic and Captain Carter. Interesting. Well, And then obviously Professor X, but um, they had <laughs> the loudest reactions. And also, it is confirmed that they're not cameos. These are actual yeah. characters. Um, what character would you like to hear my grade of first? The lowest. I have two tied with a C minus. Mordo. Oh yeah, he's so forgettable. I'm so, even in Mordo in this was annoying. The alternate Mordo. And Captain Carter. <laughs> Didn't work for me. I I loved Captain Carter in What If. Um, I just. I don't know. I really hated how she chucked the shield at Stephen Strange that one moment. I was like, that's not a Captain America thing. You don't they don't act like that. Um, And then just I don't know. I thought like the idea that they her with her jetpack and shield, they decided she's going to survive like against Wanda a lot longer than Mr. Fan. Like, I don't know. I just felt like it was like I of all of them. I was just like, eh, on her. So. What are your thoughts on that? So definitely Mordo. I've never been a fan. Like, yeah, he was just forgettable. Captain Carter. It was interesting because she obviously great death. says <laughs> that's the best she, part. Well, it was very Star Wars death. Um, and I thought that it was something that is something that we never did in our universe to Cap. Like our Cap was never going to do something as dumb as she did to think I'm going to throw the shield at Wanda, who's already done all this stuff. And Wanda was just like, oh, you threw it at me. Here you go. Yeah, it was just like a dumber, more angry version of Cap, which is not how I wanted them to depict the character. And I almost felt like this scene was the one scene I felt like would have benefited from breathing a little bit more. Yeah. Had we had a little bit longer interactions. Dude, the shield throw at Strange at the beginning. I was just like, right when I saw that, I was like, what? Like, just to get him to shut up? Like, that's so not a Captain America, any version of I think that was yeah, that's really stupid because Captain Carter. Cap. I mean, because I feel like, the, but at the same time, they're doing I can do this all day. You got to pick a lane, pick a lane, pick a lane. But I think there was meant to be like this universe's Illuminati is so soured and hardened. To I guess and that's a weird way to introduce Steven. Peggy Carter as Captain Carter in live. But I get it. Um, Captain Marvel B thought she was pretty good. Um safe to say i kind of prefer her to our captain marvel uh loki uh i liked when she made when she made the line about we can take care of your little witch 
And it was like, no, no. you can't. <laughs> like, no, it was just funny. It was like, really? But I also think it really worked how Wanda took her out by like ultimately like removing her powers, so to speak. And how Wanda never kind of like, we never doubted that Wanda was going to beat her because it sort of settles the debate from Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew the Illuminati was all going to die. I, I, they had no chance. Uh, Professor X, I have as an A. Thought it was awesome to see him. Um, I my only thing with that is I wish we got a little more of a fight back against Wanda in that one scene. Yes, he's gonna lose, but I want him to have a little more like pushback when he kind of just got shit rocked. But well, I think it was. In, I think because you know we saw those concept arts like months ago, like almost a year ago, and it's like there was that supposedly going to be a battle between them. But I think having it be a cho- more his the choice to instead have him be like to go try to get the other Wanda out for, and mm-hmm. release her from our Wanda's hold, which kind of showed that while that world's Wanda was watching like WandaVision and like understanding what this Wanda was doing, I think it added to that. But I definitely feel like because they chose that route, we missed out on seeing Wanda versus him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. A minus or no, a, I'm going to give this character an A. Black Bolt. The, him de- destroying Doctor Strange and that with Thanos. De- we even talk about how cool it was to see Thanos dead. That was sweet. Um, but I thought Black Bolt was really cool the way they used um, his powers to kill the other version of Strange. And maybe the best death in I was just all thinking of that. comic book movies that. ever was Deadpool, or not Deadpool, but Black Bolt, the way Wanda moves his mouth and the fact that it scares him and so he makes a sound and it blows off his head. I mean, that was unbelievable. That That's was when you just awesome. sort of knew things was going to be more insane than you expected. I mean, it was like... That was to, so cool. To see that in a Marvel movie was just kind of like, whoa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I So I'm a big fan of that. And then I have an A plus, Mr. Fantastic, John Krasinski. Wasn't that smart in this universe because he didn't really need to tell Wanda about Black Bolt's power. Probably would have been a better uh, way to go. Um, but in terms of just how he can play a John or a, a Reed Richards going forward in our MCU, I am very confident that it will happen and very confident that it will be great. Because I think he has a great dynamic as Reed Richards. And um, that was a a casting and an, a cameo, even though he died. I really loved it. And the death didn't make me that bummed because it was such a good... He was so perfect for the role that I was like, there's no way they don't bring him back. Like, you kill him. I don't care. Like, there's no way. What? Ralph Boner wasn't even mentioned in this thing. So no, we don't but even I have mean, they did that him with, with him. So why? There's st- He I, wasn't I Quicksilver, though. He was Ralph Boner. That wasn't even like, it's not like he was in the Quicksilver and speeding around. We got Reed Richards and John Krasinski. He was Krasinski. speeding around. Okay. But... So, I, I mean, yes, I'm fully on board. I'm fully on board with John Reed. But I think it's, it's a little still... different in a movie. It's like 90, I'm like a 98% certain that we're going to get, like, I can't put it all fully invested because of that. I, I will that. say though, I thought it was, I'm curious, maybe, maybe I saw this online, maybe it's my own original thought, I don't know, 
But to think that our universe read which Richards dreamt this situation, and that's going to help him sort of. Ooh, that would be really cool. Do stuff. I, I loved how they handled variants in dreams. I thought that was really cool. That was a good way to do it. And even just how when Christine mentioned the Baxter Foundation, I yep. was uh, that for me was like one of the greatest things to hear in an MCU movie. I was like, thank you. It's finally coming. Um, mentioning Christine. Um, I don't know if I just don't really care about her and Doctor Strange. I don't know why that love triangle or love star. I don't care. I truly don't care. And so I thought the I love you in every universe or whatever. Yeah, that was cool. But I don't know. I just I don't care because I knew who was coming. And it's Clea. And that's the Doctor Strange love interest. And that cameo by that's a cameo, folks. Charlize Theron in the post credit has me very excited to see where this goes. And I do think that's an obvious love interest for Doctor Strange because this is in the comics. And there's ties to Dormammu, the Dark Dimension. So Clea, uh, I thought that was awesome. What do you think? So it's interesting to me because I honestly expected to be more on board with the Christine, Stephen, you know, dynamic. But even with this movie's version of it, I still was more on board with Jane Thor or Tony Pepper. Like, all of those made way more sense. And I don't care about more, Jane Thor. Sorry. <laughs> felt more, I guess, authentic to me. And this one just sort of felt like... like the best one. Like, kind of how we're having to do Peter and Gamora, the new versions of them. That's kind of the vibes that felt for me. Like that's Do you like Peter Gamora? Like. Are you not a Peter Gamora person? I bet you're not. I love I guess, it. I guess I guess I kind of do. I do like them together. I do like the dynamic. However, I guess we're doing sidebars. When rewatching Infinity Wars, part of the slowest parts of the movie for me are the hater, are the Guardians Gamora hater. situations. Hater. And you know, one it, of these though. days we will do these guard this Guardian breakdown. But I did like. I mean, I I felt like the Love You Never Universe was felt more. It would have made more sense had like Tony said it, had Peter said it. Had and I think had Vision said it had like that would have made way more sense. Like for me, it was just like I don't. I like that she was his anchor to kind of help him against all the dead people. Yeah. But I mean, mm. yeah, I, I agree. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, we kind of mentioned this was corrupted Stephen Strange at the end. I said I like the balance. You said you left this movie not feeling too good about Doctor Strange. Um, where do you not the the movie was just like the character. Where do you think we see him go next? What what are your expectations for Strange? My expectations are that he's going to continue to just sort of break rules and kind of come up with his own plan for things. Because in rewatching Doctor Strange one, I mean that was there from the very beginning. Like you know he did his own thing. He took the books that he wasn't supposed to. He took the eye of Agamotto. Thank you. Um, you know, he just did his own thing, and he never always has. And I think it will be interesting to see. I would love to see him sort of be forced to reckon with, like, the Tony, the Peter, the Wanda, how he sort of handled these situations in a way that... I don't think he handled the Wanda situation badly, though. I think that he... Well, I guess, so let's move... I guess if I do have complaints about this movie, kind of, is like, this was one movie where I was like, where are the other people? Why wasn't, why didn't Clint check on 
Wanda, like, hey, you're out on this apple farm. Like, how are you? Like, why didn't Cap check on her? Oh, Cap, Cap's gone. Never mind. Cap's like, gone. Clint's retired. Wanda like, also, feel- like, I don't, I don't know how much they know about what's going on. Well, that's what I think, because that's one of those things that I have, like, you know, little irks about, because I'm like, mm-hmm. do we not get Google alerts that are like, oh, by the way, there's this giant one-eyed monster rolling through New York City, like. Yeah, fair. fair. And just, so I just feel like that's... Th- who's, who's to come, though, at this time? Not many people are around. True, true, true. But it's like, where was <laughs> Spider-Man? You know? I mean, uh... But I, I do, I think I want to see him sort of get darker so to speak, and emerge to where he's more clear, to where we're like, okay, he's Tony. He's the spearhead for this whole situation. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's coming because there's obvious teases in this of uh, Secret Wars with, with the talk of incursions and universes closing in on each other. And that is what sets up Battle World and Secret Wars. We'll need to do a pod explaining what secret wars is and all that inter- in little stuff but incursions I, is secret wars it's like seeing the infinity stones and be like oh we're getting thanos and infinity gauntlet incursions means secret wars two points one that i forgot was you mentioned charlize theron clea you know her inclusion into her introduction to the mcu she's another one that, that i have that i put into the chris pratt box of like, I don't, I don't see range. So I'll be straight up. I don't know. I mean, like I know the name Charlize Theron. I, I don't know what she's done. Fast I don't. and the Furious. No. Nope. Don't watch those. Um. She was in Snow White and the Huntsman. Nope. So so I like, probably have never seen her. So I just thought it was like, oh, that's clear. That looks cool. That's um, good. Okay, that's good. This is good but, though because we have different. Hundred Chris Pratt. hundred. Like what? How is Chris no, Pratt we, roped into this? He was, because he's great. We, He's great. Star-Lord's great. God. We had the discussion about how he's very similar to Tom Cruise. Who I don't, who I'm a fan of. And I disagree. I disagree. And I I know, I know. But to me, it's just like, you know, it's, I'm not, it's like, okay. I I don't, like, I will go watch Jurassic World Dominion. I'm very excited to see it. But is he that different than his portrayal of Star-Lord? Not necessarily. Is that his fault? I mean, yes. What if it's, I mean, he gets parts written for him. Like, is it really his fault? I That's... think, like, like for the most part, I think all actors and kind of act the same. Like, I don't know. There's some, but like, if you nitpick everyone, it's like, okay. Well, it's just it's just hard like, when you nitpick do... Samuel L. Jackson. He's one of the greatest actors ever. But, like, nitpick it. But similar types of roles every time. Yeah. Okay, like, so, you know, that's just... Clint Eastwood, one of the greatest actors ever, plays Cowboy. Liam Neeson. Time. Liam Neeson, same shit. Like, it's everyone. It's everyone. So It's the majority. I mean, Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace. Played some more shit. He did. Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac plays a bunch of similar shit. Eh. Yeah. Isn't, does he have any other roles where he's like the snarky uh, guy like Poe Dameron? I don't know. If he doesn't, then I'm wrong. He doesn't. But Apocalypse sucks, and <laughs> the sequel sucks, so I guess all he's really got is Moon Knight. Well, he's got some other stuff, but I don't think you've seen them. But Yeah, 
I, I, um, but anyways, I, back to um, main conversation, which was incursions. Yes, thank you. Um, I did see a lot of people. Have you seen? You probably seen this Discord online. That people are like, "There's an, It's like we're another movie, another thing into the phase four, and it's like no one has any idea where we're going. Like, there's no clear Thanos. There's no clear path, and it's like so what many are people are having. But that what are they process. watching? What and are they like, watching? Like, how is that not clear? villains. Like, if you think about it, we've got Kang, we, who's doing, you know, his multiversal He's Thanos. Stuff. That's Thanos. Kang. We, Incursions is it. I don't... If people don't know where it's going, it's, again, people are stupid. But also, it's the dude from Celestial... It's uh, Ashram is another one. It's Valentina doing whatever she's assembling. It's... That's um, like a Hydra level threat. It's uh, the god killer dude in Thor. It's. But I mean, in terms of a big bad, it's Kang. But do you think we're getting one big bad, or do you think there's going to be minor. I think we get one big bad, and then there's minors, but like you like think about like Hydra. Hydra was involved as a big bad in many movies, similar to how Contessa Valentega de Fontaine, person from Seinfeld, would be like and i think like you look at gore the god butcher and it's like well we had hella you look at um i refuse to acknowledge the eternals um you look I at thought we Chang- were better about the eternals now yeah but then you took a couple too many shots of my boy chris pratt and i just started feeling some type of way and um i mean yeah erisham the judge or whatever yeah he's one i mean but i would relate that like we had dormammu so you know- and I actually will say, I will say, I'm looking forward to the Guardians' inclusion in Thor: Love and Thunder. I feel like that dynamic works really well, so mm-hmm. I am looking forward to that one. It's just, you know, are the holiday special? I don't know about that one. Oh, if they give me some good tunes, that's I'm in. But um, I don't know. That'll be just kind of corny, but I don't really care. It'll be funny if I get Rocket and Groot and Star Lord and Drax and Gamora. I mean, probably not Gamora. Probably Nebula instead. Um, all right. W- wrapping up. What would you so? Where does this rank in MCU? Well, I think before you do that, though, we should talk about um, our latest Young Avenger. Oh, America Chavez, yeah, pretty good. Uh, nothing crazy. Some people hate her. Some people like worship her. I am in the middle, right in the fence. Don't care I too much. I think she's a she's a good inclusion. I think she's a good inclusion. I think I do like Kate and Yelena a little bit better. I think that they are. Yeah, not even close. They're in a different league. I think that she will be makes. She's a good addition. I think. I think it was interesting to show her when she sort of punched Wanda, and it was kind of like, "Are we really going to have this person like do this?" And then it was kind of just like, "That's not really what her plan is. She was going to show her something else because technically nobody can really do anything to stop Wanda." Yeah. So I think it was. I think she'll be an interesting addition going forward. Yeah, I, I liked it. I think it'll be interesting to see how much she actually is included going forward. Because I think this is the type of character where, theoretically, like if you have big plans for Doctor Strange 3 that don't include her as much, she could be a type of character that kind of gets thrown by the wayside like a Darcy Lewis, but then comes back in a different way, is what I was thinking. Like maybe involved in like a Shang-Chi, like... That's just the vibe. There's I, another big bad over there, Shang-Chi. Another whole situation going on. 
But I yeah. think, and I think, I think to your point, as you as you said that though, it's it's interesting to see when you have when you are having all these characters, like, and then even like the addition of Ms. Marvel, which is going to play in directly to the Marvels. So it's like you have all these toys now, and yet somehow they're able to make them all work. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. The the like you mentioned earlier, the Baxter Building being referenced, it's just cool. We're going to get some cool stuff. So Peter, where's this rank MCU wise for you? Is this number one? Let me pull up my ranking situation from whatever the last time we texted him. The last time we talked rank, this can't be accurate. So the last time we talked rankings was October of 2021. I don't know. While you look for those, I will say Infinity War. I like this movie, but I'm just going through the thought process of where it would rank. So I liked Infinity War better. I liked Endgame better. I like Spider-Man No Way Home better. I like Thor Ragnarok better. I like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 better. I like um, Spider-Man Far From Home better. I like Cap Winter Soldier. And I like this more than Cap Winter Soldier. I like Batman Begins and The Dark Knight better. So this might be like number 10 superhero movie of all time if I'm going through it. Quickly off the top of my head, but that, it, that's high praise. I mean, I think I liked it more than the first Avengers, which is a great. I like uh, Iron Man's one's got to be up in there, too. What do you got, Peter? I would probably put it... I would still keep Infinity War as number one interchangeable with No Way Home. I feel like those two... I don't... I feel like No Way Home edges it out because I feel like No Way Home had no parts where I was, like, breathing. Like, I feel like it was just full mm-hmm. thrall the whole time. I would put... So maybe this one would be in third place. I would kind of put it, I would put it over um, Civil War. I probably would Ragnarok. put it over Ragnarok right afterwards. I put Iron Man 3, because the thing is, the more I watch Endgame, the further down it goes down my ranking, so to speak, because I feel like the best part of Endgame is the final 45. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a long movie. I see that. And so I, I feel like, as far as like a full, complete movie, I think... The pace of this was awesome. Like was that was non-stop. one thing that felt very refreshing that we were it was just awesome like, no fluff just give it to me that was freaking awesome well again it was only that. a two-hour movie which was wild to, for, mm-hmm. to yeah, think about i it thought it was way. perfect i didn't want it to be longer to be honest I, i'm good with two-hour movies so is this a out of ten a nine five yeah i would say a nine five uh because again like little things like steven not really mm-hmm. being against wanda um yeah that's why it's i'm at a nine an eight five I, to a nine is where I'm at. I really Probably liked the horror elements, though. I thought that was really... oh, I thought that was awesome. I I loved this movie. I just there was um that like you just mentioned the Stephen having. I just wish he was there at the end. It's like I wish he was there in Wandavision. But... Because I think, and I think that's something that's sets us apart. Not to just pat our own backs, but like sets us apart from other commentators. For the most majority of other commentators and stuff that don't really aren't willing to criticize the things that we love because we're like, we love yeah. every part about it. And it's like, yes, we're like stands for this, but like 
there's parts yeah. that could that didn't really work or that could I can watch something, that. enjoy it, and still be like, you know, objective. Yeah, like it would have been cool if they figured out a way to get Doctor Strange to Windigore Mountain instead of him. But even though the, the zombie using like the sp- dead spirits or whatever the ghosts as a cape to fly up there because sorcerers aren't allowed up there i thought that was awesome but at the same time i think might have rather just had a a normal doctor strange which is fine it's up to everybody the zombie elements i know were a big part of this and i really liked it i loved the gore i loved i loved this movie thought it was awesome i'm saying it's a top 10 superhero movie ever for me um and yeah I, i give it like a nine I really enjoyed it. Do you have any uh, final thoughts before we wrap up here today, Peter? I guess one part that I really stood out to me was when she breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, that was weird. That was just really, it was almost like our Creepy. universe reality is included into the multi multiverse. Yeah. Because it was cool just, it was just it. such a pivotal. And even, I guess also to Sam Raimi's credit, just the way he directed this movie was just nuts when they were doing the whole, having the tea explaining the dreamwalking the musical cues underneath it yeah were just so sick and then even the musical battle between stranges was nuts yeah that i don't know how i felt about that i thought that was cool but then i was also like let's have you guys like fight with dragons and shit i don't know like i want more of him throwing dragons out of his arms that was sick but maybe that's what we get in the but third also not one. really didn't really do anything well maybe it would have done something the second time the second time's the charm um all right. This has been episode 167. As you can tell, I'm kind of tired, but I'll get less tired, folks. Don't worry. Um, Peter, any closing thoughts here on this fine Monday? Um, you know, I think this was another another solid work. 2022 is off to a solid MCU situation. You know, we're having, as far on the big screen, things are really, really solid so yeah. far. And we've got a couple more. We've got a couple interesting ones coming up with Thor Love and Thunder and then whether it's Wakanda Forever or whatever ends up happening at the end, Ant-Man or the Marvels whatever ends up happening at the end of the year when they continue to reshuffle things will be really interesting to see and of course the nerd content does not stop there we've got Stranger Things on the horizon and I'm hearing that you can tell there is the 30 million an episode look to it like it looks I love that like I it's cannot wait to look. for that I cannot and of course, wait. Kenobi is coming, which is... Bad things. Bad rumors about that show, but that's a topic for another day. Um, Peter, have a fantastic rest of your Monday. Great week. As well. Uh, listeners, love you. Uh, God bless. See you guys next time.